Good afternoon, King Codders. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, mate. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, well, there was a slightly pregnant pause uh, when, when we started there, which obviously our, our skilled production team will edit out. And the keep YouTube. it in, keep it in. No, keep it in. It's real, boys. It's real. I didn't it's see the re- countdown. Did you didn't come on my screen? No, I was doing it Ted Rogers style on it my did, Yeah, the, the, yeah. there was a countdown. You were too busy writing down notes from our pre-recording session that we'd just done obviously pre before this sort of thing so you were you were getting you were doing your structuralization and organization Andy. do you know what i mean yeah, that's exactly what i was doing yeah me and phil yeah. were winging it just I'm literally just talking ultra cod cod ultra conversation oh man there's a great episode in ultra cod yeah before this we were kind of saying that there's a there's a good one in this sort of anonymous cod that we might issue to the internet one time maybe Maybe talking about sort of our family situations in a sort of anonymous and, and non-confrontation kind of way. That'll be an epic. There've been various it, various it would chapters be epic. on that. It would be epic in the fact that I would probably need to uh, move out for the foreseeable <laughs> the foreseeable future, depending <laughs> on what. Depending on what. Well, yeah, getting back in. There's a question of getting back in, getting access back, or just moving into my shed. <laughs> one of the other boys one of the other the cod ultras no. ultra cods or the cod ultras that would be, i'm sure i'm sure that must be the away contingency of fleetwood town football club do you know what i mean <laughs> like you've got the rammy ultras or the the man the city ultras the cod ultras because they are the you know the, the men of cod the cod ultras <laughs> i like it i like it ultra cod mm. so um <laughs> That was a far from perfect start for a podcast. I think that was a good start. start. It's a good start. Yes. Good. Yes. Good. Yeah. 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 That's good. what we're all about. We, we were talking off air, weren't we? Sounded like well, we yes. Were, we're doing it on a radio. We were. we're talking off air about perfectionism. Yes. I reckon we should talk about that. What do you reckon? Definitely. I think it would be perfect. <laughs> oh. I said this before. Every time I hear a word or a certain line, I'm, I've got music going on in my head. It's just, and it I've got fairground attraction in there. That's the perfect. one. I'm too young for that, boys. I'm too young for no, that yeah. song. Don't you know? Don't be ridiculous. Of course, it. I know it. <laughs> Lies. Yeah. Did you hear Phil's remix of it? The uh, <laughs> the 1990 Pip remix. Yeah, that's yeah, perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. perfect. Perfectly perfect mix. The Perfecto mix. Or that with El Paul Oakenfold. That was Paul Oakenfold. Yeah, that was indeed Paul Oakenfold. Yeah. Some, some very, 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 very favourable tracks came out on that label. Definitely. Definitely did. Definitely did. Perfecto. So, perfecto. Yeah, perfection. I, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's a bit of a scourge, isn't it? Like, you know, we, we're in sort of careers and jobs where nothing but the very best is kind of good enough and you're held accountable for anything that leaves the building that is less than perfect. And what does that do to us as individuals? When we sort of, you know, when you start to sort of conform to that, you know, that every little thing you do in your work has to leave the door perfect. And then that sort of invades you know what you do outside of work it's like you know you have some work done on your house and it has to be perfect or you analyze your relationship with your family you know and that has to be perfect all these kind of things we're confronted by 
ideals all the time, aren't we? Like you go on Instagram, which I try and avoid, you know, there's always like, you know, the perfect meal or there's the perfect workout, all these things that you just bombarded with. And like, I think when you sit back and go, doesn't always have to be perfect. In fact, none of it has to be perfect, you know, then you feel some freedom. Then you can actually think, I think about this quite a lot, but I, you know, now if I do a piece of work and I think it's really good, that's because I've not been struggling to make it perfect. It's just, it's been good and I'm happy with that. Yeah, you know, nice, I can, nice. I've got that sort of feeling where I can just go, you know what? I'm chuffed with that there, you know, whatever it is. I'm not trying to make everything perfect. So yeah, per- perfection. Yeah. Mm. What do you guys think? I totally agree. I, I totally agree. I know that I probably went through in my in my late twenties and my thirties, driven for everything to be as, as as perfect as it possibly could be. And I'm quite a linear type of guy, you know. I like I like simplicity and I like things to be organised. And I'm also very uh, very routine driven. I love my routines. I love them. You know, I, I really really do. But I also I also accept that. You can have a routine, but every now and again, something will come along that means that routine gets interrupted and you have to do it differently. But I love that because it's what you do when that's interrupted and how you deal with it. And and then and also it, it keeps it, it mixes things up. Otherwise, everything would be just so black and white and so so boring, wouldn't it? If you, mm. it, your life would be like a production line, you get up, you do the same thing every day and then go to bed. And for some people, that'll work for them it's 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 not it doesn't work for me i have an idea of what i need to do but i understand that out of that 100 percent of that day then i, I try and leave at least a 25 30 percent capacity for to deal with something that's not going to go the way that, that that it should do and i'm like you phil you know especially when mm-hmm. it comes to work you know you you reach a point you could you could polish something forever it's never going to be shiny enough it's never going to be shiny enough <laughs> but at some point you've got to You've got to go right. This is now done, and if that's you've done it to your best of your ability, that's all you can do, really. You know, one of the things my dad always used to say to me all the way through my life, growing up as a kid, and I say it to my boys now is, you know, have you done your best? Have you done your best? And at that mm. point, if you can say, yeah, I've done my best, that's all you can do, you know. Yeah. And if it, you know, going back to exams as 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 kids, everything's got to be perfect in that exam, hasn't it? It's got to be perfect because. You want to achieve a hundred percent, but you could have revised forever. It doesn't necessarily mean to say you're going to get that hundred percent. You might you might have an off day, mm. and and I think we've got to embrace that. We've got to embrace the the non perfectness. It's it's not a bad thing, but it's been built into life probably yeah. more along coming through school. Do it this way. Make sure it's right. Never get anything wrong. Going into work. Do it this way. Make sure it's right. Make sure nothing's wrong. You're always looking for that A star, that 100%. Sometimes you'll get 100%. Sometimes you won't. Doesn't matter. It really, really doesn't matter. But, you know, what, what I think happens is that we, we, we sort of judge ourselves by all of this stuff. And I think that's where the real difficulty lies, isn't it? Because you always sort of check, you know, you, you feel bad if you don't knock something out of the park or, you know, something doesn't go the way you planned it would go and, you know, it it, it isn't perfect. Do you still feel and like that now, Phil? we judge ourselves on that. Do you still feel like um, that now, though? 
I have moments, I have moments, less of them. I have less yeah. of them, but yeah, I still get that, that sort of little pang of, you know, a feeling that, oh, you know, that could have been better. And that, you know, or even even just things like handling situations. I think that's, I'm still fairly crap at that. So I, I still, you know, will go into a situation, I'll, I'll home life kind of stuff and say something and then think oh, that wasn't the way that conversation should have gone and then you feel bad about it. But again, relationships can't be perfect either, can they? No, they can't. And there's two different scenarios there, I guess, whereas the work thing you've got more control over and the output is down yeah. to you. Now, if you question, if you've given, like I say, if you've given that output 100%, then you've given it 100%. If you haven't, then yeah, you're going to question yourself and go, it could have possibly been better. Mm. But when yeah. you look at situations where you like individuals or your conversations or when things flare up, there's a lot of things out of your control there. A lot of things out mm. of your control. And that's not that's not as linear. That's gonna be True. I don't know. That's that can be either either this or that, can't it? But I think as we get older, you do get better at dealing with those situations because you'll have little hacks in place where you recognize things and go, okay. And you'll work around it. But likewise, there are some situations where it just goes nuclear. And that, because we're human, aren't we? And when it, when it yeah. nukes, it nukes. It, it just yeah, does. Totally. You just hope that it's a smaller, less extended time of a nuke rather than a nuke that goes on for a, for, for a, for a long time. Because we're humans, aren't we? Otherwise, we'd, yeah. we'd be robots. And when that, situation, when that situation happens, you'd engage program 602, which deals with a situation like this. And the outcome is this. Mm. Mm. Andy's looking pensive. Well, yeah, because there's a lot to be said about this. And thinking about the word perfect and what kind of context that will be used in, I'd probably argue that perfection doesn't really exist. And it's just, mm. it's a pursuit which is pointless yeah. in anybody's life. Yeah, nice. So, nice. But I will say, though, that when I was younger, and I'm talking probably under the age of 40, I used to think perfectionism was a was was a value or a virtue. It was yeah. actually a strength, you know, yeah. from a work perspective. You know, if, yeah. if I interviewed somebody, I'm a perfectionist. I think, oh, yeah. I like that kind of guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. that kind of that kind of girl. I mean, I think the, oh, I like it. We've got very similar values. You know, you try your hardest all the time. Now I think, no, that's not a particularly yeah, good, good that's idea. A really In fact, good I think way it's to look a at bad that, idea. The red light. And I'm saying, I mean, not just from a work perspective, it could be from any kind of perspective, no, no matter what you do. It is counterproductive in almost every example I can think of. So from a work perspective, you've got a piece of work to do and you've got, say, for example, you've got an hour to do this piece of work and you try and perfect it. An hour will never be enough. You'll fill it and then you'll look back at it and go, at that time, that's as good as it's ever going to be. You read it again a minute later after that one hour there's something you've missed or you could have done something different. When I did the TEDx, I thought, I've perfected it now. I've perfected it. I did the TEDx, watched it back again after, thought, it's crap. Just you, yeah. it's ne It never, ever will be perfect or never, ever will be good enough. Did a half marathon last weekend, and it was just a bit of fun, really. But at the end, I thought, in those circumstances, I've pretty much perfected that. I thought it went really, really well. Everything I wanted to achieve. I perfected it. Then I started looking at my stats on Strava going, yeah, but my splits weren't quite exactly oh. the way they should have been. My heart rate was a little bit too high in that part of the race. And in the end, you know, there's, it's pointless. What I will say is that people have coached in the past when they're trying to perfect things, 
are very self-destructive characters. Yeah. They really yeah. do beat themselves up when they make they a mistake. You. They kill you. And I think we just have to let go of yeah. perfectionism. Yeah. And, and you know, you, you've both kind of hit the nail on the head already. There's, there's literally no point trying to be perfect in no. anything you do, you know, but you'll hear the, the, the phrases on, you know, not just on social media, but all around us, like, you know, the perfect body, you know, or, or the, you know, the <laughs> perfect pint, you know, <laughs> whatever it will be. Yes, I'm, I'm looking at you there, Dave. And when I want to talk about the perfect, perfect pint, perfect <laughs> pint. <laughs> because um, I'm cold and wet. But, it, <laughs> but is it is it hyperbole? Is it just it just doesn't exist, does it? You know, we we no. we use words way too often now. Oh, that is absolutely perfect. Or that's unbelievably awesome. Or that is absolutely the best thing I've ever done in my entire life. To be better the following day, that's impossible. <laughs> well, it's actually just quite tr- quite tricky, maybe a little bit difficult, but nothing impossible about that. And perfect me- just means now pretty good. There, there was there was something which which comes up quite often in conversations, especially when it comes to coaching. Is like, what is good enough? And good is good enough. That's you know that's that's the thing. You know, whatever it is you want to achieve, good is good enough. Yeah. Anything above good is just a waste of time. So there's probably an equation here, and I'm going to probably look at like the 80-20 rule or something like that. If you work really, really hard and put 80% effort in, that's probably better than anybody ever expected in the first place anyway. But we'll still beat ourselves up, put another 20% in when we're completely knackered, not make any change to that at all, yeah. no, no noticeable change. I'm talking about work pieces now, for example. And nobody will even care that you've put an extra two or three hours in a piece of work because, you know, if you're doing it for a client, they probably don't even you know, don't even notice the extra work you've put into it. So I think, you know, you know, kind of long story short, perfection's pointless, self-destructive, counterproductive, and it kind of hurts us. You know, we kind of mm. rob ourselves of the opportunity to feel happy about what we've actually achieved in the first place. Yeah, nice. Phil, other, I mean, you're, you're a creative kind of dude, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. You know, you're probably one of the most creative people I know. Gosh, are, are there don't times get out do you? <laughs> is, is the pandemic still on? Because I'm, I'm still in lockdown here. <laughs> and um, he's a prepper. <laughs> he's got tins oh, t- t- of spam. Oh, I've got, I've, I've well, got if it ever kicks off, if it ever kicks off, I've already got it in the sat nav. I know whose house I'm going to. We'll be there. I'll see you there, Phil. I'll all turn up at Andy's house. <laughs> <laughs> go on, I'm, I'm I'm a creative person. Go on, you are Andy. a creative person. I, yeah. I, my experience of creative people quite often is that they, they just constantly want to improve things all the time. <laughs> Nothing yeah. wrong with that. You well, must have done some piece of creative work, whether it's musical or writing or something, and thought that's perfect. Well, oh, gosh. <laughs> Before we get started on that, it just. There's, a, there's an image, and obviously this doesn't work very well on a podcast, but listener, please uh, try and imagine this. There's an image that uh, some of us musical types have a habit of share, sharing around, and it's a, it's a picture of a skeleton on a mixing desk with the words, the mix is almost perfect. I think I've seen it. it. I think I've seen it. The, um, yes. I mean, that is, yeah. You're talking about sort of spending, you know, another couple of hours on something when you're already 80% there. But in with music stuff, the amount of hours, not so much recently, but in the past, where you would just burn through like hours and hours and hours. Everything sounded all right to begin with. And then the bass player says, can we put the bass up a little bit? And then 
sort of not, you know, and then the guitarist says, "Well, can we put the guitar up a little bit?" And I go, and this goes on and on and on. And people just listening to the bits they're involved in and just wanting them no. louder because that's the thing. And you end up sort of then getting to a point where you have to go, "All right, we're going to start mixing this again," and go back to sort of leveling everything off. And and I think that's something I don't miss about music. You know, very very late nights in studios, tinkering around the edges uh, for this this mythical perfect mix mm. of something now if i'm ever doing music or a bit of writing you know work 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 kind of stuff i, re- I literally will just go there's something in my head that just goes yeah let's try that there we are that's it you know i, I know i could spend more mm. time pissing around on something but I don't have that time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe that's it. Maybe mm. it's about time sort of catching up with you and going, you know what? I could either piss around on this, on this, whatever it is, for another hour or two, or I can go and do something more productive with my time. Or or less productive, as we often talk about, you know, just kicking back. Is that not experience though, Phil? So yeah, you've got totally, and, ag- yeah. and again the middle life element of it of that's the way yeah, it was done. 100%. I used to do it that way. I've learned from that. I now do it this way. And on on the whole, it really works for me. But then because it comes back to your time, yeah. that, doesn't it? And how you value your time. Totally. And probably because you've got all sorts of other commitments in place that need your time as well. So you couldn't necessarily afford all that additional time to, to polish it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I think time pressures and kind of experience and time's demands on your time, all those kind of things sort of come together and, you know, again, I just, I do, <laughs> I just do remember these really late nights in in studios. You know, when, gosh, yeah, all those years back, and you ju- you'd just be there, you know, till the, you know, four o'clock in the well in the morning or whatever it was. Just sort of your ears are getting progressively more and more tired, so they're not able to make you know, help you inform any kind of decision on what you're doing. But just because you just want to get this thing sorted out. It just runs and runs and runs. Now that sort of fills me with dread, the idea yeah. of just being stuck somewhere with, with, with something incrementally not getting very much better. Um, just It's a nightmare. I think you, you mentioned time quite a bit. We always have this uh, yeah. view of things, looking it through a different lens, don't we? Like how much time do you have to do things? But also maybe from our experience, maybe that's age or wisdom. Do you think maybe that when we were younger, perfectionism was all right because we had an abundance of time in front of us it's like you know we you know i'm a teenager or i'm early 20s i don't have to worry about time because i've got i've got bag loads of it you know it's yeah but now you know it's well i, I ain't got forever so yeah. why should i as you say piss about i think the phrase was mm, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> piss about piss about oh I, I yes i agree with that i agree with that because it's just you and you've got a limited amount of responsibilities and you can focus on particular things, you know, put all your effort into one particular thing. The thing that works for me or I think that works is iteration. You know, you're always working on something, but it's like going back to software development, design, build, test, release, see what's working and what's not working. And then and then it can evolve rather than waiting for the big, mm. the big golden launch and it failing because you've not iterated because you could have evolved it midway through. But I also think, it possibly depends on what you do. So if you think about, oh man, if you think about a footballer 
I guess their task is to be the best and that to be perfect. Mm. But they have the resources and the support and the facilities around them to allow them to do that. So literally, they could just get up every day and they can focus on that one particular task because everything else that sits around it is being done for them. You know, everything's done so that they can focus on that one particular task. So maybe in some instances, that perfection, or we describe it as perfection, to be on that pitch week in, week out, and be the best, the ultimate best, with striving for perfection, maybe it does exist in certain roles or certain things. And so, for example, if you were a nuclear physicist or you were working in like a nuclear power station, stuff has to be perfect. There can't be failure, can it? So maybe mm-hmm. where we're going, you know, we shouldn't exist anymore, but maybe in some instances, or, or, or a heart surgeon, it's yeah. got to be perfect. There's, no, there's yeah. no margin for error there, is there? You know, however, mm-hmm. however, if we look at these situations, these roles that we're talking about, the systems and the processes and the people around it are there to support achieving the best, achieving that perfection, you know, that, that ultimate awesomeness or whatever you want to call it. So, yeah. but if you take it through into everyday life, you know, th- us three middle-aged Norman, Northern blokes, which have got a lot in the mix, then yeah, yeah, perfection's never, ne- never necessarily going to exist because we can't necessarily focus on one thing with support to allow the rest of life to go on, you know? So, yeah. I might have just blown me on. There's a few things there, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) No, (laughs) have you said something profound and realised it? (laughs) I think I often do, but don't realise it. Or maybe I don't. Maybe this is a (laughs) one-off. So I'll listen to it on the pod later. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Um, I I, I think there's, there's a few things to look at for what you've said there. So, if we talk about you know flying a plane or nuclear physics or heart surgery, whatever that may be, isn't it just a case of it worked? And if it worked, that's perfect. Isn't it just like digits, like eyes and O's? It either did what it meant it was meant to do, or it didn't do what it was meant to do. And if it did what it was meant to do, it was perfect. So landing that plane, nobody died. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Isn't the outcome yes. what we're looking for, rather than the execution of it yeah. or the intention? Maybe the outcome is what we're looking for. Mm. And you know what? What's your description of what perfect actually is? So, if you land, you know, the how plane, was your weekend? It was perfect. If you land that yeah, plane, on. you've mm. achieved the result or the outcome, haven't you? You've landed it. You're not going to. Yeah, everybody's so got perfect. off the plane. Yeah, you're not going to land it any better, are you? Other than it came no. well, it's landed. It's job done. Well, You're happy well, with the, the outcome. It yes. could have been a yes. bit smoother. Could have landed mm. 20 seconds earlier. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a pilot. But yeah. maybe that's what perfection is. You know, we, we, you change the parameters of what perfection is. You know, so we might look at, say, a piece of art or listen to a piece of music and go, you know what, that was, as, that was better than I could ever have ever expected. Somebody else listens yeah. to it is going, yeah, but it wasn't perfect. The bass was a bit low, to be honest with you. You know, one BPM higher. Who's mixed this? That would have been better. So Phil Phil Beagin. You know? No wonder the bass is low. But to somebody else, that's beyond perfect, you know, if that that kind of thing exists. You know, perfection may be just a case of it does what it's meant to do. Yeah. So is perfection an unobtainable? Whilst on one hand it's unobtainable because you can't 
really get perfection. On the other hand, it's a case of if you achieve what you set out to achieve, that's perfect then. Mm. So are we, are we just overthinking the word? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and back to the, what I think about perfection is, is toxic in the workplace, uh, basically. Okay. You know, so, so I'm that, that plane pilot and I land that plane. Everyone gets off in one piece. It's all good. It wasn't, it was a bit jittery. It was 10, couple of minutes late, you know, but me as the pilot, he's thinking, oh, I could have, been, could have done a better job of that. Could have smoothened mm. it up a little bit. I could have got there on time, all that kind of thing. As an individual, like you're judging yourself, people judge themselves by how effective they, they think they have been in their role. If you ask any of those passengers, most of them are going to say, yeah, that was great. Was that, a, did the flight do what it was supposed to do? You know, we're all here in one piece. Happy days, you know. So I think, I think that's what I worry about. It's like the, per, the, the, the effect of people having to strive for perfection, you know, mm. and, and, and not recognizing that that, as we've said, doesn't really exist. But if you, if you, if you're marking yourself about against this, this, this ideal, whether it's your job, personal life, or whatever, you're always going to be unhappy, aren't you? You're always going to be like exactly unhappy in what you do, which is awful. So, so yeah. does that? So does? Let's think about this then. That's based around the parameters and acceptance. Then, so for example, mm. I've got to land that plane, and if I land that plane, ideally, I've got to, the parameters of landing that plane are there's ten parameters there. And these are the realms where, you know, this is what, and the plane lands. Now, you could land that plane and not hit some of those parameters. So it might be a time issue. It might be a fuel burn issue. But you still land mm -hmm. that plane. So that would be good, as in, well, it's good enough. We've landed the plane. It wouldn't be perfect because I haven't hit every single one of those parameters. Okay. But at the time you land that plane, as an individual, the way I would look at it would be from an acceptance perspective. I'd go, well, do you know what? We got everybody down. Everybody's here. I'm all right with that. And 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 then we go again mm. next time. And next time, you know, I might get it in, and I might get everything on that's there. And and that would be perfect. So it's acceptance. You set out to achieve a goal, or you're going right. I'm going to do this, and in order to do this, I've got to do this, this and this. But you might achieve it, but it might not have been done. It might have taken you a bit longer. It might have gone, things might have changed. So it won't be absolutely perfect, will it? But you'll have still done it. No. Yeah. Well, well, that's the thing. Well, well, good isn't perfect, though, is it? Unless you look no, at that's, it through the lens of the outcome. that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So yes. if the outcome's perfect, not yeah. the execution, well, that's good enough. So you use heart surgery as, as an example. A surgeon might nail it, might go, you know what? Person lived, heart's working again. I don't know. I'm not a heart surgeon. I, I don't know how these things work. Mm -hmm. Person survived, lived another 20, 30 years. Perfect outcome. What more could you ask for? That's great. Actually could have completely fucked it up in the execution. Mm -hmm. And if somebody else is watching it, you were just lucky to get away with that. You were mm -hmm. lucky that this person survived, but it doesn't matter. But the outcome was still the same. Blokes walking around with a scalpel in his ribs well, for the rest possible. of his life. <laughs> Is that, it's triggering, triggering the uh, the metal detectors at the airport. 
It's interesting because there's a there's a book called Black Box Thinking by Matt Syed, Matthew Syed, and it's it, it's really good. He's done he's done better books, but it's really good. It's not perfect, and and he he compares the airline industry to the medical profession, and it is really interesting. What happens in the in the, in the airline industry? They seek perfection because you make any mistake, that's it. You know, you're yeah. talking hundreds of lives at risk, maybe more if a, if a plane lands over a city. You know, so you know the outcomes are really really bad, and they encourage it. They encourage perfectionism by this black box. So if anything ever happens to that plane when it goes down, they get the yeah. black box out and they work out everything, all the metrics, all the parameters, everything what went wrong because you have to seek perfection because there's there's no room for maneuver when it comes to flying a plane. Yeah, apparently. In the medical profession, it's more about the outcome than actually what they did. So there's plenty of times, and we probably know stories about this, where stuff's been kind of hidden. It's been swept under the carpet when things go wrong because nobody grasses each other up. Or, or you know, you know, a, a junior nurse spots something which isn't quite right. You know, scalpel wasn't clean, for example, or you put too many milligrams of of this drug into that person. It wasn't quite done right, or the timing wasn't done right. That that incision wasn't where it should have been. But it doesn't matter. The outcome's all right. But within the medical profession, there isn't that same appetite for perfectionism because there's multiple ways of getting around it. Or maybe it's a funding thing. Maybe it's maybe it's a different parameter. I don't know what it is, but it's interesting to look at what that lens looks like. Is it the outcome you're looking for, yeah. or is it or is it the execution that you're looking for? And a bit, I've been kind of scratching my bald head here for the last few minutes trying to think about that. I'm glad so. you said bald oh, head. Oh, my man. goodness. Well, then I thought, yeah, well, without a doubt. How did that cream? How's that cream done for you? Philip, where are you going with that? Oh, man. I'm on the same page well, as All of a sudden, our, our listener is uh, scrambling back 30 seconds. Oh, I get the joke now. Yeah. You might have to explain it to me. Yeah. <laughs> So there Sorry, I am. You're scratching your bald head. Head. <laughs> cranium. <laughs> and um, I was thinking, is there, is there anything actually perfect? I think I might, ha- might have an answer to this. I think I've found something perfect. Dave, can you think of anything where it is absolutely perfect? So I think it, uh, uh, my brain's fogging over the terminology, I think, because good is good. It's good. It's good, that. It's good. And I guess perfect. when we talk about perfect, it's like nothing can be better at, at all, you know. And some instances, maybe some things are fine to be good. And some instances, sometimes it needs to be perfect. But if you look at it from individual tasks, then you can probably deal with it, can't you? But when we talk about perfectionism, and which comes into everything you do in, in life, then that's where it gets mm. super complicated, mm. you know. So let's land the plane. It's got to be perfect. So, Get that. But if I then try and bring that into you... everything I do in life, from the moment I get out of bed to the moment I go go to sleep, it, it's not possible. I don't think perfectionism, being perfect in everything you do, is just not possible. No, I'm not saying perfect in everything you do, but can you think of something, an item, um, a song, a, you know, piece of art a game a footballer can you think of something that you would consider to be perfect in your opinion i'm not testing it. i'm just just wondering what your opinion is possibly yeah Yeah. well yeah when the word perfect springs to mind what springs to mind to you what do you visualize well well, something 
this might sound completely bizarre, but if I, I go out mountain biking, I jump on my bike, I go out, I have an awesome time, I come back, the, the bike's done its job, absolutely perfect. Couldn't have done anything more than what it did. Yep. You know, couldn't have done anything more than what it did. Yeah. I go oh, out okay. on my bike, uh-huh. I go out on my bike, it's a beautifully sunny day, the climate's great, the trails are dry. Couldn't have got any better than that. Perfect. You know? Like but it. if I go out on my yeah. bike and it's raining a bit, how was your pedal? It were good. It were good. Well, it could have been better. Why? Because the weather wasn't this and this wasn't that and, and, and I fell off. Doesn't, so the bike does that was make... perfect, but the ride do, wasn't. Do you know what I mean? It, here's a thing. Here's a thing. Sorry. I've, like, I'm thinking about this. Like, <laughs> so my, my brain's going into like brain thought, product. Right? No, brain thought. The brain thought of the week. Brain thought we'll, alert, we'll the, everyone. Watch we'll out. We'll put the jingle in there in, a, <laughs> in the mix. Brain thought of the week. In the mix. <laughs> <laughs> here it goes here we go everybody <laughs> listener <laughs> no right no I, you know it's interesting because you say the bike's perfect right but i'm starting to think about like capitalism and consumerism any products we might have now there's always going to be one better next year it's like the washing powder right? that washes the your whites better than our last year's products, obviously, it's snappier than that. I should go into sort of branding and stuff like that. But, you know, like the iPhone. Oh, my God, your, that's built your on trainers. That. You know, but it's, it's an ob- obsolescence. Mm, we know, yeah. we know it's good now. It's, it's kind of really good, you know, but, and it'll do some amazing, crazy things, really, for a piece of t- technology that sits in your pocket. You always know it's not perfect because next year's is going to be better. And the one after that is going to be better. And that yeah. sort of happens, you know, new improved recipe on your favourite chocolate bar or, you know, fashion. Fashion's terrible, isn't well, that, it? Well, that what, is capitalism, What's perfect isn't it? now. That's capitalism. Yeah, totally. 100%. What's mm. the perfect outfit now is tomorrow, like, out, outdated. And, you know, people feel shamed into buying mm. more clothes that they don't need. So I think in a, in a capitalist, consumerist kind of thing, there's certainly a kind of drive towards better. nothing being perfect because better, perfect, better, better, yeah. better, 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 better is better. always on the horizon. You need better. You yeah, need better. Exactly. Yeah. If you have this or you have that, better. you will be better at this. And if you're better Your life at that, will be better. Yeah. You can have yeah. this. And yeah. if you've got that, you will be better yeah. at this. Yes. Yeah. So if I can referee this argument for me. <laughs> oh, we're you've agreeing. Got a no, bike. that's that's an agreement. No, we're right. agreeing. Yeah. I thought yeah, your bike was perfect and Phil saying your bike isn't perfect. Well, no, no, no. But it's the acceptance that there might be a better one in a couple of years' time. Um, but, it, but the thing is, there will be a better one that comes out next year and the year after. However, mine will always do the job for me until the point it stops doing the uh, job. So it wasn't perfect then? If it could be better? T- well, at the time, so but it's like it'd be failing. At the time. So the, so the, so the drivetrain's worn out, or this is worn out, or that, or you yeah. start to have problems with it. It's the irony of you get a car, it's got three, three years' warranty, and then you, and as soon as it runs out of three years warranty, stuff goes wrong on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, those microchips, I'm telling you now. Yeah. It's the gremlins. Definitely. So, so, Dave, what kind of bike do you have? What's the perfect bike you ride at the moment? So the one that I ride the most, the one that I, at the moment, I've got a, uh, it's a hard sale. So I ran a full source for quite a long time, but then I've got a really, really good hard sale at the moment. But that's because it's winter. Okay. And we've been running a lot of like moorland, you know, cross trail type of cross country stuff. So what make of bike here. is this? I will look at <laughs> it. A spec, specialized. 
So uh, specialized, if anyone specialized, are listening to the show right now. Um, that was um, a little bit of product placement for our listeners. I do, I do love uh, a similarly. Good if, if if Apple are listening, uh, you know, and there it is. And uh, what 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 kind of drivetrain do you have? What kind of running gear do you have on? Is it Shimano? Is it Camper? It is Shimano. Yeah, but on my previous one, Shimano, it was, yeah. it was uh, SRAM, and I think I, per- I prefer SRAM. To SRAM. Shimano. Yeah. Really? So, uh, anybody from SRAM listening as well? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> joking aside, uh, Phil, if I if I was mm. said to you, perfect. That mm-hmm. is perfect. What springs to mind? I'm not uh, challenging would, it. Just want to know. I think I've done this before. Blue Monday, new order. Blue Monday. That's that. That's that's perfect. Yeah, it's beautiful. Blue I Monday know. '88 isn't perfect. Oh it's, no, over engineered and about that? Oof, oh. Quincy Jones. Awful. Keep your fingers I agree off. with you, Phil. Yeah, I agree with you, Phil. Special effects. That's a perfect, you know, that's like, what's 40 years now? 40 years well, it's, old, it's, that it's, piece it, of music. It's timeless. It's as good today as it yeah, was timeless. back then. It defined it. Yeah, it defined a sound and, and it, it's never mm. been, it's never been beaten. What? So... I, I find it so hard to argue with that because I think mm. we, all three of us would agree that it's mm. pretty much the most perfect tune. But yeah. do you think people involved in the making of that? Yeah. The artist? No, do you I, think I, they I know. Probably perfect? No, no, because why would Blue Monday 88 exist? Oh, if it can, it was there you go. To sell there more you of go. It. <laughs> well, there you yeah. go. just want to sell more of it, yeah. that's all. It wasn't, it, 88 was no better. Band-Aid mm. 2 was worse than Band-Aid 1, oh, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, don't yeah. don't don't disrespect and, that song. It's brilliant. <laughs> not there again. We're not going down that route. You can't mention Blue Monday and Band Aid in the same sentence. God's sake! I'll give you that. <laughs> I feel dirty. <laughs> I, yeah, I, like, I was re- I was reading. <laughs> I was watching. Um, so this is this is the point. Obviously, New Order continue to tour and actually sound better and better throughout the years. And they have like special engineers who mix the recorded bit or the, the, the sequenced bits of the stuff for the live shows. It's my understanding. I was watching like a video with the guy that sort of mixed it for the live show. You know, the, the, I don't know how it all works, but even now with Blue Monday, they work on the mix of the live experience. They'll put this extra bass on the bass drum and all these kind of things. So even a perfect track that still sort of sounds the same as it as it as it was to the casual listener is still being tinkered with to make it maybe perfect for now. Maybe again, it's a okay. time thing that that I don't know. It's that perspective again, though, isn't it? So so we would go. Arguably, that was perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I wouldn't the, disagree so, with you. Yeah. Think, yeah. Sorry. The perspective. Do you say maybe that's? I it. think it's perspective, it, isn't it? Because you might get somebody's yeah, part yeah. of New Order. Would yeah. go Blue Monday wasn't perfect because it was like maybe 30 seconds too long, for example, yeah. or you know, yeah. the bass was just a little bit light too high. or too high. <laughs> yeah, there would be something to them in that yeah. you know, th- their opinion is it isn't perfect, but so you know, to 99.9% of people who bought it will go, it's perfect. Mm. So the, it is it, perfection is potentially just perception, isn't it? Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, what, what springs to mind when I think about the word perfect and it's not I, I can't really attach that to a thing you know a tangible item it's got to be something which is something which is felt so the only thing i could think of is like perfect love mm. i mean i could not love my kids anymore 
and wife, if you're listening. To I was going to say, oh, oh my we'll God. We'll have to edit that well, back in. I'll, I'll be no, honest with on. you. You've just nailed my hat on now because I picked my bloody bike and you've talked about your family. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, and I, I picked a new order record. Oh, my. No, Phil, we, Phil, we, we, what does that say about me and you, Phil? Gee, man alive. Yeah, well, it says our wives aren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> just on that, I think the reason why you won't get perfection in a relationship that you choose mm. is that you've chosen it because you, you will always you know, check your own judgment or, or maybe you look, look spiritual and go, we chose each other and that's what love is. But I think in yeah. terms of love for your own children, that's unconditional. Certainly for me, from my, you know, from my perspective, True. I'm sure it's the same with you. I couldn't love them anymore if I tried to. And it's not even, and it's, there's no effort in that. It's just effortless love. It will happen no matter what. So I think that's the closest thing, I, what springs to my mind, and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying it is, oh, that's a no, fact, no. but that, to me, that's what the word perfect comes, springs to mind. Perfect love, I think that's absolutely crystal. But then, as a parent, what you don't want to do is enforce perfection on them. I know these yeah. are two very different things, two yeah. very different yeah. things, but understanding, you think your, your love of your kids, oh, the, the, that is perfect, but you don't expect them to go around with that monkey on the back that says you've got to be perfect at this. It's like you know they, they was it the, on the fast show the, the the sort of dad that was always wanting the kid to be the oh, best tennis player. Yeah, or what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Toby. Come on, Toby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's like that again. That's a toxic <laughs> thing that 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 you know has profound effects yeah. on 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 people. Well, that that's really interesting as well because I, I've read about this and I've pondered on this exact point for a while. When somebody goes. To their child, the child comes on with, say, star of the week, yeah. for example. I am so proud of you for being star of the week. Does that tell them that when you're not star of the week, I am not proud of you? Mm. For example, are we saying yeah. the right thing? I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that you got star of the week, but I love you nonetheless. Yeah. You know, if you're looking at from a love perspective. So I don't know. I just, I'm beginning to, as we're talking, a few, a few light bulb moments are happening. For example, it's these eyes and O's, it either is or it isn't. Another perfect for me would be perfect life. And at first I thought, well, you can't have a perfect life because there's so many things you could have done differently in your life. You know, mm. it's, there's, there's an immeasurable amount of variance there. Google plus one, for example, you just will never, you, you'll never have a perfect life. But looking at it from a different lens, when life starts and life ends, perfect. It started and it ended. That's exactly what it should have done. It could not be more perfect than that. So depending on what, what we're looking at, I think perfection is that. So perfect love, I'm not going to argue the point. That's what springs to my mind. Perfect life, life is perfect. Mm. I mean, how else? I mean, you know, if we, had, if we had Nick on from the last show, how else could life be created without perfection at some point? You cannot tell me that science can explain life. Because I just, I just still can't buy mm. it. My, my brain, my small brain, cannot fathom that conditions have to be absolutely perfect following a big bang after billions of years or trillions of mm. years that life can produce this podcast. For example, <laughs> these three people on this podcast, I just don't buy it at all. But mm. that's not a faith thing. That's just, you know, life is perfect. It, it exists. Therefore, it is perfect. Will be my description of that. But I'm probably going a little bit further. And the other word would be perfect balance. 
mm. from a you know from a you know kind of kind of proving kind of thing. If you're trying to balance something on the end of your finger and it stayed up, perfect. I don't know, mm. but again, perfect for me would be: did it achieve what it set out to achieve? Then I do what I wanted to do, and then that's perfect. If the outcome is what I wanted, that's perfect. I didn't want any more than that. Maybe that's mm. that. Maybe the pursuit of perfection might be better if it was in the pursuit of simplification. Mm. Let's just simplify our lives. We've said this before, mm. Dave. You yeah. know, yeah. we get rid of all the variants and all the crap that gets us down. It just gets a lot easier. And, and simplified expectations, simplify exactly. your expectations of yourself or the expectations of what you can do. Like exactly. sometimes we, you know, perhaps we, we, we feel less than perfect when we're trying to do stuff that's kind of stuff we're not good at. Like if I try and put a shelf up, it's not, it's going to be not perfect, but I'll beat myself up about it, you know, mm. but I should go, you know what? I'm no good at putting shelves up, so I'm not going to bother. You know, I'll just do the stuff that I know I'm good at, and that's it. I'm exactly. happier that way. Yeah, and there's no doubt. Beethoven and listened back to the stuff he did and went, "Could have been a bit better." That yeah, you know, Michelangelo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, needed to remix that bit. Though. <laughs> there, there were a lot, and I think it is that 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 pursuit of perfectionism from one's self is destructive. Yes, I believe it's that, and used the word before, Phil, as well. It's that judgment. Yeah, and, and totally. I don't think it's judgment of by others. It's how we judge ourselves. Yeah, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so dangerous. Got some quick fire questions for you guys. Are you ready for the quick fire round? And these quick fire rounds. Right. Okay. Okay. I've not thought of the answers to these already. So I've got I've got three questions each. When I say a perfect this, what's the first thing that springs to mind? Oh Are you ready for the game? So is this quick fire round in the way you sort of, when you give the answer, what you're trying to do is give an answer that's really short and succinct rather than give an answer that's kind of very long, very drawn out. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Is I, I know it, exactly it... what you mean. There's, there's a tinge of irony in that question there, isn't there? Uh, a little, yeah. <laughs> Go on, sorry, quick round. Quick, quick fire, fire round. round. I'm, not, I'm not looking for an explanation. I'm just looking for an answer. Right. You've already answered this one, Phil, so oh, you can sure. probably skip this one, right. but you, can, you yeah. can play along if you want. Yep. <laughs> the perfect song. Dave? Oh, it's me? Oh, my goodness yes. me. Perfect song. First thing, what springs to mind? Abba, go on. <laughs> well, it's Dancing no. Queen. It, oh, no, no. Uh, Faithless. Some Anything by Which Faithless. One? I can't get no sleep. Yeah, without a doubt. That one, absolutely pure okay, class okay. in any situation. Yeah. Yep, pure class. You can forgive them the double negative in the uh, in the in the title. <laughs> I can get some sleep. <laughs> I can sleep. <laughs> I can sleep. <laughs> du, 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 I can't du, sleep. Du, du, du. I, I can sleep. Anyway, yeah. Uh, okay. So if I wasn't going to drop Blue Monday, yeah, I'd go very very distantly in a totally different direction, and I would say Needle and the Damage Done by Neil Young. Wow, which no is idea. a beautiful piece of music. Beautiful piece of music. I'll leave you to look that one up. Okay, yeah. Put I'll it in the show one, notes I'll, later. I'll, uh, I'll, get, I'll give yeah, that one. There we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, three songs come very close to perfect. The closest thing to not perfect. Not band aid again, God, please. Well, not it's band-aid. already gone. As it? it is, it's, it's beautiful. That song. Leave it alone. <laughs> uh, teenage kicks. Yes, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Your mate Fergal. <laughs> yeah. So Teenage Kicks will be mine. 
if I could, if I could criticise it, this it just is, needs this to be longer. This, well, no, because but it's th- that's I can't think of anything of better. Yeah, in terms like of your, like, like your answer. Yeah, like quick, quick fire. What is quick fire? Good point. Thanks, thanks for pulling me up on that one. Okay, I know um, buggers that do that. Perfect meal. What's your perfect meal? Not necessarily your last meal. What's the perfect meal for you? Oh, I guess I'm going to pick the same one, mate. Jacket spud, salad, cheese, and beans. Happy days. That's all I need. Ooh, like it. Yeah. No onion. <laughs> No, onion and salad's no good, is it? It's raw and horrible. Uh, I think, again, though, what I've said before, a nice steak. Yeah, bang. Steak, bang on. chips, bit of a treat, all good, you know. Like I said, yeah. good balance yeah. there, protein yeah. and starchy carbs. Yeah. I like what you're doing, yeah. Okay, okay. I've not actually thought about this. I regret even thinking about <laughs> even asking the question. I'm, I'm going to say tarkadal and rice. Ooh, Ooh yeah, nice. I like a dal. I like a dal, yes. Yes. I'm not going to explain it because you pulled, you pulled me up on my a- own. Anything from Bundabust. question. Oh, yes. don't yes. stop. <gasps> Okra fries. <laughs> For our listener, salivating right now. Can you edit that bit out where, where the word saliva drips onto my microphone? Um, favorite place. Not favorite, perfect place. A perfect place. Your perfect place. Anything spring to mind? Scotland. Oh, go on. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotland. Glentress. Glentress, yeah, Scotland. Big place, big place. Yeah. Glentress, Scotland. Glentress. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Mine was probably similar, uh, maybe. Uh, Betsy Coed in Snowdonia, oh, Wales, which is a lovely little place. Lovely, scenic, amazing place. Oh, Sorry. Awesome. Or maybe so. Sardinia, Sicily, you know, Sardinia. Yeah, Sicily. yeah, 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 yeah. Here we yeah, go, yeah, here we yeah, go. Yeah. Andy, quick, give yeah. us yours before we yeah, go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> Anywhere in Italy. Yeah. I, I, I... Don't say Oldham. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, I was, I was going to say Oldham. There's, there's, there's a, a place where I walk the dog near here. In Oldham? You, in Oldham. Well, Okay, it's on the Pennines. Technically, <laughs> okay. it's on the Pennines. Yeah. So, you know, you know, give me that. It's on the Pennines. Yeah, yeah. It's in England. How does that sound to you? Is that, <laughs> is that, is that broad enough? I walk the dog, and it's a, there's a stream that goes into a lake. Alongside the stream, there's a bench, and you can see the sunrise and the sunset from different parts of that area. Nice. So no matter what time of day you're at, to me, it's just, it's just perfect, whether it's hot or cold or whatever. The sound of the running water through that stream leading into a lake, it's just a perfect balance. I love it. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's a perfect place. For me, mm-hmm. that's that. That's that. That's that lens. How are we doing for time, boys? How are we doing? I think I'm, Dave's got to go in a minute. We're burning through it, boys. Yeah, We're burning we through it. Ourselves soon. Burning through it. I love it. So um, I think we need to uh, reach conclusion of what perfection, perfectionism, being perfect, all about. What have we learned from today's episode, Phil? You 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 were quite profound at times in this episode. What? What's your standout lesson there about this perfectionism theme? Just got to listen to yourself. Listen to the sort of the 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 kind of the inner voice that's sort of judging perfection, that wanted perfection, that's down on whatever you've done, and just you know realize that things don't have to be perfect, and you don't have to knock it out of the park every time, but value the things that. You can say a perfect, 
you know, relationships with your, your, your family and those kind of things, mm. you know, those, those things that we do have some, some control over mm. uh, and recognize toxic perfectionism, because I just think that is an absolute thing that everyone should avoid. Yeah. Cause it's so damaging. Love that. I'll answer this one before leaving it to Dave to wrap up. Perfection's out of our control. That's, that's where I've arrived at. That was the profound moment for me in the podcast. Kind of realized that if we have intervention in it, it, w- it won't be perfect, mm. but the outcome can be perfect. So, and you said it absolutely spot on there, Phil. It's like control. We, you can't control perfection. Perfection just happens if, if there is such a thing. I said before, so if it's if it's out of our control, happy days. So simplifying things will be my way forward for looking for perfection. Don't overdo it. Don't overtry it. There's another song going on in my head there, but I'm not going to do it. It's by the editors. <laughs> Dave, what's your takeaway from this? I yeah, I'm probably looking at it slightly different, and and around the term and the fact that if something's, I think the term relates to a task. So I'm going to do this. And I did it the way I wanted to do it and delivered everything I wanted to deliver. So that's so it, it's defined as perfect. And I get why some things need to be like that, but everything else, some, some tasks don't need to be like that. When that translates into perfectionism, which is trying to do it, do everything you do, making sure it translates to that, you know, I did it the way I wanted to do it and did it exactly on point. That's a problem, that. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, Things good is good enough, you know. And also, sometimes when things don't work out, that's not a bad thing either. It's it's the process of the iteration process, you know. Do it, see if it works. If it works, great. If it doesn't, learn from it and move on. Love it. So perfect outcome, good. Perfectionism, not very good. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's nice. I yeah, like yeah. that. That's I like it. that. Love like it. That. Stick it on a T-shirt. <laughs> wallop brand it up brand it up <laughs> king cod dave big ed eccles could you talk us out of the show for our listener and our sponsors of the future i can do guys i can do guys it's been all aw- <laughs> it's been awesome it's been really good it always is it's, it's been really 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 good it's been perfect boys perfect it's been it's absolutely perfect. Perfect. It has to be it's been perfect. perfect and for the listener and listeners if you like what you hear give us a like give us a share Give us a subscribe, even a comment. And if you want to get involved, drop us a line at hello at talkingcod.com and we'll get back to you. Tune in for the next one. Yes. Perfect. No, it's <laughs> going to be good. It's good enough for me. It's perfect. Love hey. you guys. Have a great weekend. Yes, you too. See you Excellent. soon. Bosh. See you soon. Bosh. Bosh. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed us talking COD, please give us a rating, leave us a review in your podcast app and subscribe now. Quick shout out to the guys at DapDip Productions, the folks pushing the buttons behind the scenes. Check them out at dapdip.co.uk. And thanks to Rubber Bear for our theme tune, Elements. Find the band on Spotify and SoundCloud. We'll see you next time for more Talking COD.